Welcome to Blonde Moments Podcast. My name is Melinda Collins. And I'm Gina Vogie. And we're going to bring you some craziness today. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> it's such a dreary day outside today. It's winter. I know, but I was driving here and I was like, it's just gray. Like everything is just gray. Well, I'm heading to Mexico soon, so. Well, thanks for rubbing that in. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to Napa, but not until March. Sucks like the to be you. March. I know. I'll be here in the gray. Why is it so gray, though? Like, you can't even see any clouds. Like, the whole sky is just gray. Because we live in Wisconsin. Reminds me of that one song. I put you in a mansion. <laughs> no. Somewhere in Wisconsin. I can't think this of it now. This is a great story. This is a, this is a really good story. <laughs> We're off to a great start. You know what? I'll think of it. Okay. Okay. Well, I will be waiting on pins and needles. <laughs> um, I did actually find a great story, which is right up our podcast alley. I like it. I like it so far. A former WWE rookie has come up with a real way of making extra money by selling photos of her poop. What? <laughs> Shotzi Blackheart changes the fetish Hystic fan, or she, excuse me, she charges them five bucks for a picture of her feces. That's it? Five dollars? I feel like that's kind of cheap. <laughs> Should charge at least like 50. But really, like, they have the picture like blacked out, but five bucks for it. I feel like she's selling herself short. I mean, she's, she's cute too. Let me see this. Maybe I want to be spending five dollars for her poop. <laughs> <laughs> poop pics. Poopics. Yeah, she is a very pretty girl. Mm -hmm. I wonder how lucrative this is for her. Like, I, do you I, have to file a tax return on that? You perhaps. Know? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is how much I made for selling shit this year. Shit pictures. <laughs> they're like, like, she goes in to see like her accountant, and they're like, "All right, do you have any other income to claim?" And she's like, "As a matter of fact, I do. I certainly do." <laughs> This is how much I've made for selling pictures of my shit. I want to know if this is lucrative. Maybe this is a business I could start. I poo every morning, you know, $5 a day times 365 days a year. How much is that? I don't know. I'm Too much. Math. The aliens took it from me. On <laughs> <laughs> um, this article, it said her stool snaps are selling like hotcakes. So oh. she's... Making some money there. Boom, get it? They're selling like hot cakes. <laughs> hot cakes of That's just not for me. No, it's not for me either. Well, I saw a random funniness on the interwebs. It says, hate your ex. This U.S. zoo lets you name a cockroach after them. <laughs> One U.S. zoo is giving scorned lovers a chance at some closure by naming a cockroach after their ex and feeding it to an animal. <laughs> Just in time for Valentine's Day, El Paso Zoo is reprising their Quit Bugging Me event that allows people to name an insect after a former significant other or someone that's been bugging them. The Madagascar cockroaches, which are bigger than the typical household, household variety, will be fed to zoo animals like meerkats, birds, and primates. So, I personally think if you need to do that, you need to find a different way to get over whatever it is. You know, you're gonna like, spend money on it, and you're harboring that. 
Just like take all the things they've ever gotten you and burn them. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the whole cockroach thing is a little bit more fun. There, the El Paso <laughs> Zoo has like a an Instagram like promoting it. it. Says quit bugging me, and there's roaches forming a heart. <laughs> They're just pushing hate. What's the word I'm looking for? They're like promoting negativity. Maybe this is good closure for them. <laughs> Once that animal consumes the cockroach named after their ex, they're like, I can move on now. Well, you also sent me that chocolate the other day. The chocolate penis? A picture of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, you can send it for Valentine's Day, an entire mold of a chocolate dick. And what did it say inside? Eat a dick. Eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, who could we send this to? I'm like, me. I would totally just. You it- said it looks delicious. <laughs> Well, again, you know, I know we've mentioned this before, but I, I want to know if somebody's ever done this, the the chocolate molds of your butthole for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Or there's like the glitter thing you can send in the mail. You ever hear about the potato? No. We saw it on Shark Tank. These guys came up with this plan where you can send somebody a potato in the mail, like happy birthday or I hate you. It's literally... A potato with magic mar- marker written on it, whatever message you want. What? So they go on Shark Tank, right? And I'm looking at Maddie. I'm like, oh, my God. This is the Was most this like a spoof? Stupid, stupid. They're millionaires. What? From this. Yes. We're actually the Shark From Tank. writing a Sharpie note on a potato. Yep. So we got to start thinking more dumb. We got to start thinking outside the box. Yeah. <laughs> outside the spud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what? I cannot believe this. Did any of the Shark Tank investors invest in them? Well, at first they were kind of laughing at them, and then they found out how much they made within a year. And then one of them, I think it might have been Mr. Wonderful, got on board. If people out there are fucking millionaires from riding on a goddamn potato with a Sharpie, what am I doing with my life? What am I doing wrong? Yeah. Help me. What am I doing with my life? Speaking of that, uh, I had my very first full Costco shopping trip. I love Costco. Well, I was like, what am I doing with my life? And I will tell you why. (laughs) I even tweeted this. (laughs) Me and Maddie are are walking through, and you know how they have all the samples? Yeah. There's literally hordes of people around these samples. Waiting for the sample, yeah. Waiting for the sample to be done cooking. And I... (laughs) Just gonna, I'm like, seriously, so I tweeted. I had my first full shopping experience at Costco today. The one thing that I thought was hilarious, all of the people standing like vultures waiting for the samples to be done. Um, Karen, is that Dixie cup of ramen noodles that serious? Because <laughs> I could not believe it. it's like that 30 cents of whatever that you're right. going to get. I don't know, but I'm probably going to get See, I never participate in the samples because I don't trust it. I mean, I could see if it's ready and you want to yeah, grab people one. People sometimes, and this may be me being judgmental. Sorry, 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 but sometimes those people preparing food look a little sketch. <laughs> I don't know the last time they've changed those gloves or if they wash their hands after oh. they use the bathroom. Like I don't know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. How much are they getting paid to do that? Probably not enough to give a fuck. Well, I will tell you, I have a patient who does that for- Who hands out samples at Costco? She does, but she's retired and she does it because- Oh, she probably she, does it for fun. She does. She does it because she likes a social interaction. Well, if it, if it's somebody that looks like my grandma, I'm going to trust it, but- <laughs> Yeah, because grandmas always have the cleanest, softest hands. Yeah. Just but want them I'm to talking s- about some of the other folk I've seen. <laughs> 
handing out the free samples. Like, I'm good. I am such a germaphobe, though. I'm one of those people that when I go to the bathroom, I'm like opening the door with paper towel that I wash my hands with. So you're not one of those people who goes to the bar and will eat from the mixed bag oh, of... Oh, dear God, I said no. mixed bag of nuts. The mixed bowl of nuts? Hell That's no. A- <laughs> uh-uh. First of all, I am allergic to so many nuts. I was making a joke. Well, it's not funny. <laughs> Suck on these nuts. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm trying um, to kill you. I am not allergic to peanuts, though, thank God. The most, like, that's like the most deadly allergy, right? Almonds you're allergic to, yeah. and that sucks. I've never had I've never had almond butter. I've never had Nutella. I'm allergic to hazelnuts. <gasps> what is life without Nutella? I'm not allergic to these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> that one guy with the meme, the D's nuts meme. I don't think I've seen that. Oh, come on. I'm sorry. God, I just have to educate you in the world of memes. You know, at least I have you. Yes. What would you do without me? Also, I saw, <laughs> I don't like, know. You're like changing the subject. Uh, I'd be lost without you, Mel. Thank you. We need some romantic music playing right now. I also saw a fun article that I thought you would love. I This creeps me out still. It turns out spiders have tiny paws. What? And it might change the way you look at them. Oh, no. <laughs> that is so cute. I know. See, spiders don't really bother me. Oh, see, I don't like it. Now, these are mostly tarantulas. Yeah. But yeah, they have little paws. Says most of these furry paws belong to tarantulas, of which there are around 900 species. Some of them have leg spans that are up to 30 centimeters, as large as your average dinner plate. <gasps> yeah, can you no. imagine you're just walking and all of a sudden you see a spider the size of a dinner plate? No, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The paws are actually called claw tufts. And they can have around 600,000 tiny strands of fur sticking out. But they do look very cute. Did you ever see the pictures of dogs' paws and how they look like a koala? Oh, You'll no. have to look at it. And you'll, if you look at your dog's paws upside down, they look like a little koala. Koalas are mean, though. Have you ever heard what a koala sounds like? <gasps> oh, my God. I'll have to pull this Find up for it. you. <laughs> While you're finding that, I just want to say one of our listeners sent in this meme that I thought was funny. Uh, This is from Nina. And it says, if a girl farts while you're giving her head, what do you do? And someone wrote, stick my finger in her booty and say, hush, little fella, you're next. Oh, no, no, no. That's terrible. A little dirty, dirty. They're terrifying. Reminds me of those screaming goat videos. He like yanks him out. Boring fight I've ever seen. The most boring fight. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I told you. It's been cute seeing though all those people helping all the koalas in Australia because of the fires. Yeah, like these koalas seem like they really understand that they're being helped. It's devastating too. Like those fires in Australia. Oh my god, that's it's devastating. It's just scary how much it's wiping out. But koalas sound terrifying. They do. They definitely, (laughs) definitely do. He like yanked him out of the tree. Super slow. (laughs) 
The guy well, was like, this is the most boring fight I've ever seen. And then all of a sudden. All of a sudden, yeah. If you want to Google it, anyone just Google koala fight. It's the first thing that comes up on YouTube. It's pretty entertaining. You want to see a very slow motion koala fight. <laughs> <laughs> well, today's episode is on losing your virginity. Popping the cherry. Pop the cherry. Pop, pop. Not the I words know I know. This song. It's not a song. It's pop that pussy. Oh, <laughs> I know what you're saying now. I want to rock. I want to rock. I want. Yes. <laughs> See, now you got it. Now shake them titties, baby. Shake them titties. Yeah. Oh, yes. it's coochie. But this yeah. I'm bringing up is the creepiest video I've ever seen of these three white women who are. Moving, like what is dancing? Happening? I don't know. None of them are wearing bras, and they have—they're just shaking their body, and it's weird. Wow, some weird. This is my favorite. She's the lady in the red them pants. Titties. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> I'm surprised I haven't sent that to you before. I but what the hell are they doing? Loving that. It's just another white people performance art bunch of bullshit. And I'm sure somebody put that Pop the Coochie song over it. I wondered what song they really are I dancing know, like that That was too. mesmerizing, the way that woman was shaking them titties. <laughs> They're like A cup, 50 yeah, year old. Yeah, she was shaking them. Boobies that are just. I'm. I want to. I'm gonna go home and practice that in the mirror. <laughs> There's one part where she like move, like you could see her moving like her and then belly when, out. When Chris comes home, I'm gonna put that song mm-hmm. on. <laughs> Just perform the whole dance for him. I mean, all you You're have like, to do is what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> move your body and kind of shake your boobs a little bit. He would just look at me and shake his head, like he wouldn't be in shock or anything. He probably would just continue doing whatever he was gonna yeah. do. He's just like, oh, it's just another day with Gina. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So yeah, we have your virginity stories, and yes. I am here for this today. I am here for this too because they're very entertaining. Mm-hmm. There was part of me that was slightly worried at first because there could be like some bad stories, you know, like like I like forced me into it or guilted me into it, and I was like, "Ooh, this could be touchy." But luckily, we got some really good ones. Yeah, I didn't have anybody send me in anything like that. That would yeah, be terrible. Thankfully, hopefully, y'all are losing your virginities in fun ways. Okay, that was that's the goal here. <laughs> All right, so one of our listeners sent it in. I, I thought this was funny. I lost my virginity junior year to a girl I was doing the musical with. He didn't oh. say what musical, so I wonder what musical it was. <laughs> Obviously, guys and dolls. I don't know. <laughs> but he said, after my buddy fucked her earlier. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> she was super kinky. So while I'm trying to figure out how to have sex for the first time, she's just begging me to choke her. <laughs> oh, my God. For your first time? Yeah. He's probably like, what the I woke up the next day covered in scratches and hickeys and had to tell my family I was playing capture the flag in the woods. (laughs) (laughs) I can attest to this, though, because I was a theater major in high school, and that's like a cesspool. Everybody just gets with everybody. Really? And I didn't date guys in my high school. I just, I mean, I, I think I dated one guy, and he just turned me off so bad. He was gross, like... 
See, I didn't know this because I was never in theater or drama or anything like that. I mean, you hear the stories about band, you know, like band camp, <laughs> fucking the flute or whatever. They get freaky too. I don't know. He said it was like he got whipped a hundred times on his back scratches and it hurt for a week. I can imagine. <laughs> I know. I said, damn, I wonder what she's like nowadays. Like if she was into that at that age, imagine what that's developed into now. She's selling poo pics on the internet. Probably. <laughs> She's into some serious like bondage, dominatrix, BDSM. Is that what it is? Uh-huh. You're learning so much. What is BDSM? Bondage? Bondage. Dominance. Sadomasochism. Sadomasochism. Okay. I can't talk today. I can't either. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make sure that the D... Yeah, dom- dis- oh, I'm sorry. Bondage, discipline, or dominance, submission, or sadomasochism. So we, I was right. Yeah, mm-hmm. we were we were like 80% right. I've been studying up on this, you know, I just... We're into it now. Since episode one. I do bondage with my pillows. And uh, <laughs> water sports. <laughs> <laughs> this story is from our listener, Macy. She said, honeymoon night, we did it twice. My husband was my only partner. It was Wait, ma- she waited until her honeymoon to lose her virginity? Mm-hmm. Damn, this woman's stronger than I am. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no one is surprised by that Hold statement. on. Here's my problem with this, though. Time the fuck out for just a second. What if you wait until your honeymoon to fuck your husband and the sex is horrible. You have no sexual chemistry together. You're fucked. What are you going to do? Well, just because you wait until your honeymoon to have sex doesn't mean you weren't doing other stuff before then. To- it doesn't matter. Until you find out sex someone's like sexual rhythm, sexual chemistry, no. What if he is like fucking her like a jackhammer or what if they just had no sexual chemistry? I, 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 see, I couldn't do this. I couldn't do it. I mean, I don't think I could do it either, but <laughs> <laughs> you like hold up pause. <laughs> I love my husband dearly, but obviously he knows I've been with other, you know, men before him and vice versa. And both of us are, you know, sexual in nature. I don't think that would have ever worked if we would have just tried to marry one person, have sex with one person. Well, that's what makes the world go around. I mean, I but held she- out for my husband having sex with him till like the second date. You were <laughs> such a champion. <laughs> okay, back to Luckily my... Luckily for me, it was amazing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yahoochie. She's like, all right, we're not going to talk about your sex with your husband on this show. Sometimes for people, though, it's not, you know, especially maybe if you're a virgin until your honeymoon, maybe it's a little bit more about that than just being a hoochie like you. A little bit more about what? I'm sure, like, they had fooled around, like, went down on each other and stuff like that. It's not like the peen in the vein. Okay, but if, if maybe he lost his virginity to her, too. Then you both are learning at the same time and you have to have an open discussion about what's working and what's not. Oh, that's not for me. That shit's for the birds. <laughs> well, I actually really enjoyed this story, so okay. go fuck yourself. <laughs> I will. <laughs> As a matter of fact. 
she Let said, me borrow your pillow. <laughs> no, I just had them all dry cleaned. Oh, come on. My husband was my only partner. It was magical, although I was, of course, so nervous and it took me forever to get out of the hotel bathroom. He would ask me, everything okay? You doing all right? He was a gentleman and we took it slow. Three kids later and almost 18 years of marriage wouldn't have asked for losing my virginity any other way. Waiting until marriage is the best. And I just wrote her that I loved hearing it because I love love. And then she sent in a picture of her and her beautiful family. I enjoyed the story. Well, you know what? It's very sweet. I enjoyed it too. Different strokes for different folks, right? Yeah, not everybody, you know, can hold out till day two. Oh, I commend her. <laughs> Did you say till date two? two? <laughs> No, I will tell you this, though. So when me and Maddie first started dating, we had a conversation that we were going to try to wait. And I don't... How long did that take? It was within the first week, for Uh sure. Yeah. So somebody else didn't hold out until... (laughs) I'll never forget, too. We were watching Road Trip. I mean, God, what did that movie come out in, like, 94? We were just spooning on the couch and... All of a sudden, his dick landed inside you. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, I slipped and fell on into that. Yeah, I, I wasn't saying no. Uh-huh, see, I'm hoochie, hoochie number two, two over here. <laughs> That's what I said, I'm hoochie too. <laughs> well, her story is beautiful, um, and I do enjoy it. It just wouldn't be for me personally. That's all. No, but it's it's a nice change from the other stories that I have read. Well, yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. And it's very nice that she has a beautiful family with him. I love that. All right, so moving She's on like, to but. the more, <laughs> moving on to the more nasty ones. <laughs> Here's one. Lost mine in the backseat of a Grand Prix across the street from my house. Yes. <laughs> Having sex in cars is difficult, people. You got to maneuver around like seat belts and, or like that bottom thing that you click the seat belt into. Whew, if you get that jammed by your pussy or in your butt, it hurts. <laughs> I thought that would just get you more into it, Gina. Um, maybe. I don't know. It was also my first time drinking. Me and the rest of my 15, 16-year-old friends were drinking Sunkissed and Crown Royal. Woo! That sounds terrible. That's a combo. But hey, when you were young, like, think about the things you drank. We anything you could get your hands on for sure. I mean, peppermint we've ta- schnapps. We've talked about Mad Dog before. We would go camping, and us we had a group of us kids who would go and hang out in the woods and like have our own fire. And we would steal vodka. We would oh, just yeah. drink straight vodka. We would steal liquor from like gas stations. We were so ballsy. Like I cannot, I can't even fathom doing that now. But I haven't done that. We would just steal it from people we knew. <laughs> us we were just like or even worse holding up the gas stations (laughs) (laughs) anyway we were at a party and we ended up in the back seat of my friend's car having no clue what i was doing i unraveled the condom then put it on talk about a clusterfuck once it was on i'm pretty sure she was dried up but we still gave it a go (laughs) it was terrible Uh, no Drinking can like dry you out too because it's mm-hmm. dehydrating you, right? And the fact that you're doing it in a car. Right, yeah. You're drunk. You're trying to figure it out. Condoms can be tricky, especially if you've never put one on. So thanks for sharing that, Luke. We love it. Like it a lot. All right. My friend sent this one in and I love it. She says, so you know the rumor of Asian men having small wee-wees? Well, yes. <laughs> hold on. 
Time out. That's actually not a rumor. That's a statistic. If you look up penis sizes. <laughs> Is this what's in your Google history? I, I'll Google it right now. <laughs> penis sizes. Well, she says, well, I have dated my fair share of them, <laughs> and I can say that is not true until this one guy. He was a virgin, and I was not. Oops, lol. He decided to let me take that from him, but does it count if you didn't even feel him stick the landing? <laughs> oh, no. The thing was the size of my pinky finger. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> she said, no. unfortunately, I was that chick that bolted. Sorry, can't be with that for the rest of my life. Poor guy followed me around like a puppy dog for months. Horrible story, but there you go. <sighs> I mean, it happens. <laughs> have I told the story on here of the micro penis I encountered? No, you have not. <sighs> <laughs> Folks. Encounters with Gina. This is a 100% true story. I was in my early 20s. And it was with a guy that I liked, but wasn't wasn't a hooch back then. <laughs> she wasn't in her hoochin' days. It wasn't in my hoochie days. <laughs> so I, you know, like we hadn't like you know messed around. But one night we decided to do the deed, and so he was on top of me, and like we, you know, got naked, like whatever. And he's you know grinding around on top of me. I'm waiting for the dick to go in, you know. <laughs> waiting for that moment where the dick slides in and there was I didn't feel anything you know and you never ever ever want to ask that question is it in yet <laughs> right <laughs> like that's like, like the tap most... him on the shoulder um... yeah that has to be the most horrifying words a man can hear are you in yet you know like that has to be so Ugh. okay so anyways I didn't want to say this you know and then all of a sudden he stops and I'm like I'm thinking to myself, like, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> and he just goes, I'm sorry. And I was like, I, what? What are we sorry for? Like, I'm so confused. He's like, I'm done. I'm like, I'm, you're done? Like, you didn't even put your dick in yet. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, so I'm confused, right? And so I'm like, well, I'm just going to get him hard again. Like, he he finished. I'm thinking he came before he could stick his dick in me, right? Mm-hmm. So I like go to, you know, put my hand down on his dick. I'm like, I'll get this thing out and start sucking it and get it hard again. You're like, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So I go and all I feel is bush. Like. I feel nothing. It's even worse. That there's right. a bush there. there and rem- I'm like patting him down. I'm like, where? <laughs> that reminds me of the hangover when you see. Yes. This is Trout. exactly what that was like, basically. So I didn't feel anything. And I literally, quote unquote, said, I'm so confused. Are you a woman? Like, I. <laughs> oh my God. I just almost had water come out of my nose. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I I was like, is this a woman? You know, like, I'm like, hey, okay, if you're a woman, that's all right. We can get down still. You know, like, whatever. (laughs) I'm here for the party. I'm here for the fucking party. We're doing this. We're naked. You know, like, we'll get our... It's too late to turn back Yeah, we'll get some scissor action going on. Like, okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> then he says to me, well, it's like a turtle head. <laughs> oh, no. So his penis, he had a micro penis, and it literally like inverted back into his body when he wasn't hard anymore. Oh, my God. I mean, what do you do there? And up until this point, I didn't know what a fucking micro penis was. I had no idea. So apparently he had put that little thing in me. <laughs> I just didn't know. I'm surprised that, like, if you have a micro penis, that even a vagina would feel good for you either. I mean, maybe the little thing didn't go in me. I, to this day, I don't know. You know, like, you can't put a, you would have to put like a finger condom on that to put a condom on, you know, like. <laughs> he was a very nice guy. It didn't work out. Well, And you know what? <laughs> After all this, here's why it didn't work out, folks. He didn't do anything to pleasure me. Yeah. Like, there's more he could have done. You finished on me somehow with, you know, whatever. You came in your little bush. Like, I don't fucking know. But you didn't do anything to pleasure <laughs> me. seeming to go past his bush. God, Sheila. Like, he could have at least went down on me or, like... Right, yeah. Rubbed me or something. He's a taker. Yeah, he Mm -hmm. was a taker with a tiny... Selfish fucker. Yeah, so it it didn't work out. I mean, what is your life like then? I mean, he's apologizing for... Right. That... Well, and you know, there's a way he could have just redeemed himself for having a micro penis. Yeah, you know? he could have it's, taken care of me. He could have, and then you know what? You would still think fondly of this. I would have. I would have been because hey, you're born with what you got. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's okay. It was. I had no idea micro penises exist. But if he would have helped me out, I could have worked with it. It was too selfish for like, that night. Yeah, it <laughs> didn't work out. <laughs> I never, never. uh Never touched his micro again. And that's when you became a hoochie and realized <laughs> you can't wait until your wedding night or your honeymoon. Here's another reason why. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, I thought you had another story. No. Oh, no. <laughs> like, that was, oh, that God. was my only micro. But you know what? Different strokes for different folks, right? It's not my preference to have a tiny one. So, you know, it traumatized me. I'm like, well, what if I start liking a guy and he's not for me? That's what dating's all about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, so- <laughs> my husband, we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> I was worried when I met him, though. I'm like, he's attractive. He seems too good to be true. Yeah. I'm like, what's going to happen down here? I had to find out on that second date. Turtle head or not. Right. <laughs> uh, my friend also wrote in that she forgot to share her losing her virginity story. Oh, let's hear it. She was 17, her boyfriend was 16, and it was Valentine's Day. They were at his house, says he loves me, and gives me a cute promise ring. Okay, I I have to say, have you ever been given a promise ring? Uh, yes. Like, not one that was, like, worth any value, though. Does it have to be worth (laughs) value? Damn, you gold digger. (laughs) I will say, I was 21. I was given a promise ring, and they're just a bunch of crock of shit. They're so stupid, in my not humble opinion. I'm like, that's something you do maybe in high school? Yeah, I was just going to say that. Mine was in high school. It wasn't in my 20s. The same guy who blacked out my card, my Valentine's card, had given (gasps) me a promise ring. Oh, this guy. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, hold on, though. I have this 
uh, penis length thing by country. Actually, the lowest on the totem pole is the UK, which I did not know. It's because their accent makes up for length of penis size, right? Yeah. But this one, you know what? I'll have to find another one because this one doesn't include... Because it doesn't tell you what you wanted to say. No, it doesn't include any like Asian ethnicity. The top of the list is Poland and Austria. My husband's Austrian. <laughs> okay, so... He's like, I hate that my wife talks about me on this yeah, show. Yeah, I'm sure this is the thing he's going to hate being talked about him too. Is how... um, also, women report on importance of penis size. 67.4% said very important. 11.2% said someone important. And only 21% said not important. So, And those 21% are probably women who have been with men who have taken care of them then. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you got a small dick, you got to work with what you got. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with having a small one. You just have to please your lady. And then there's the extreme of it too, like too big. Is not good either. Yeah. So yeah, you got somebody tries to put something too big up your butt too. Like <laughs> <laughs> we had to go to that. Okay. I'm just saying yeah, both ends of the spectrum. So she said she was um, given this promise ring and she fell for it. Keep in mind that I had recently broken my ankle playing volleyball and had a splint on that made me look like I had a duck foot. It was hideous. Oh, Getting the pants off over that should have killed the mood to start with. <laughs> then we moved to his tiny twin bed with the headboard that had shelves in it and his boombox, yes, boombox, fell on top of my face. Oh, no. <laughs> this left a nice scrape across my nose that we had to tell everyone that the dog scratched me. And I didn't even get the prize at the end because I was so distracted and in pain. Ugh, classy, huh? <laughs> so she had to pretend it was a dog that scratched her. The other guy had to pretend he was playing in the woods, tackle football. What was it? Hide something in the woods. We already forgot. <laughs> <laughs> something, some type of game in the woods. What was he? Kids playing? use it as an excuse. Yeah, to have bruises and scratches on them. All right, <laughs> I have a fun one that I actually found. I like this one. After fooling around with my girlfriend for a few weeks, she finally hints that she's ready to go for it tonight and that I should buy some condoms. I run to the store after work and am faced with 20 different types of condoms. I just grab the normal t- type and try not to seem too nervous while paying. Buying condoms is embarrassing for a guy, right? Maybe, maybe not. I don't, I don't understand why, though, because you're like putting out that you're getting some. Yeah, you're being and you're safe. being safe. Yeah, I y'all shouldn't be embarrassed. Hey, I have to tell you this: I have a man who will buy me tampons. So if that's not embarrassing, why would buying condoms be embarrassing? Yeah, get I you agree. a man who buys you tampons. So I mean, the cashier is going to know it's not for him, right? <laughs> well, it could be. People use tampons for bloody noses. anyways we get to her place that night and things start getting hot we finally strip naked and i get the condom out having never used a condom before but not wanting to show it i casually try to keep up conversation while i'm struggling with all my might to put the damn thing on oh no after breaking the first one i kind (laughs) of excuse myself and walk into the bathroom with a second condom and the instructions (laughs) oh They didn't teach you that in school, huh? 
After a few minutes, I am panicking because the fucking condom will not go on and I'm mortified that I look like an idiot who can't even put on a condom. She finally walks in the bathroom, confused, and suggests I try a condom she had in her purse just in case. That one is not going on either and I'm standing there with a boner in one hand, unrolled condom in the other, muttering apologies and feeling absolutely ridiculous. Maybe the condoms are too small. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He must be Austrian. She... <laughs> <laughs> We should buy extra large ones. I thought that was nice of her, but I never had thought my penis was above average. So she convinces me and we get to the car and drive to the nearest store and then came the second most awkward part. This was a different person at the store working and this one did not have any condoms on display. So I had to ask an elderly lady <laughs> for condoms for gentlemen with extra girth. <laughs> The old lady smiles and looks at my girlfriend waiting in the car outside. She goes to the back of the store, hands me a box with a wink, and told me to have a nice night. Later, we had sex, and it was glorious. And then the old lady went in back and rubbed one out. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I've been waiting to sell this box. I've been waiting to sell this box to a big dick to put a face with the condom. That lucky girl in the car (laughs) about to get stuffed. All right, this story is from Kelvin. He says, hi, hope all is well. I was shy in my early years and had only been brave enough for kissing. A few boob feels and one kitty feel. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, a boob feel is a big deal. You've never felt a titty before. After I graduated high school at 17, that summer was spent hanging out with friends at this party where I befriended one of the two females that lived there. One was 18 to 19 and the other was in her 20s. I had taken a liking to my friend, the younger one, but she had me friend-zoned pretty hard even though she knew. Dang. One night that summer, I was drunk and high after partying and just slept in the basement. She was having guy problems and she came downstairs as I was about to lay on the couch. Shoulder to cry on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He consoled her with his penis. But she came to him, so it's not like he was like, tell me all your problems. He was just consoling her with his dick. That's that's such a guy move, though. (laughs) Big ass bottle of hot damn in hand. I don't know what that is. Hot damn was like the fireball of the 90s oh right and it was made by de kuiper pucker right so okay. just like you know apple pucker all that stuff it was the same same like group of people or okay whatever. i that. drank a lot of hot damn she starts telling me how i treated her nice and she wished she could find someone that treated her like i did you know that's also the typical female stuff when you friends on somebody been there done that where you're like, God, I wish I could just find a guy like you. And they're thinking like, yeah, I'm right here. I'm and you're right like, here. Ooh, you're just not cute you're enough. You're just too nice. Yeah. But I, I, I prefer the nice guy. I'm done with you assholes. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time she's talking, she just keeps chugging this goddamn bottle like she was working up the nerve for something. Then she started getting handsy and my drunk ass knew what was up. We started making out, and it all led to her riding me like a GD Bronco. I don't remember how long it lasted, but it was the best day of my life, getting the girl I wanted and losing my virginity. Yeah. I was a GD hero for sure. This is just an update for you after all that happened. Long story short, I found out the other female at the house was married. Although we were always partying with her boyfriend there, her husband was a deployed Marine and that house was dazed from being raided by the cops. To make matters worse, my buddy ended up getting involved with our friend I had slept with and got her pregnant. Oh, fuck. That's terrible. mm -hmm. 
He went off to college and me, her, the other roommate, and her boyfriend all moved in together after they left that house, which did not turn out to be the wisest idea, and the one I slept with ended up just leaving us with no notice. She turned out to be a real piece of shit and still is to this day. Needless to say, unlike my friend who is linked to her for life, I dodged that bullet. Thanks, condoms. (laughs) (laughs) At least he still got his dick wet. He did, and, and he wanted it to happen. So good for you. And he dodged a bullet. So win-win for you, Kelvin. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I have another listener story from a friend. She does not want us to use her name, so we'll call her Anon. I lost my virginity to this boy I had a huge crush on that was a couple years older than me. I was 15 and he was 17. He was working on painting an empty house for a family and I stopped by. I don't remember how exactly, but somehow we decided to take a shower together. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I don't remember how. I just stopped by. It's not an important detail. Right. So, do you want a shower? (laughs) So, we ended up having sex in a very super awkward position in the shower. Yeah. Shower sex. It's hard. It's hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it gets all rubby. You know, like the water's water is not a lube. No, water washes away and the natural you get your lube. Damn head on the side of the tub, right? And it's never a good idea to put conditioner on the penis <laughs> and then put it in <laughs> the vag. My next story is very <laughs> it touches base on that, so it's so funny. Infections, it's never a good idea. Mm, yeah, okay, so I'm gonna agree with that. She said, LOL, it was quick and not very memorable, except that it was my big crush at the time and it was in a shower. I remember telling my friends and they were like, oh my gosh, did it hurt? And I'm like, no, I didn't really feel it. Oh no. Oh no. (laughs) I didn't even, this is how she lost her virginity in a shower for the first time. Yeah. I didn't, obviously I'm thinking sex stories. I wasn't even thinking virginity. Oh my God, that had to be horrible. She's You're a, probably in luck that you didn't feel anything because that could hurt. Right? Yeah. Rubby in a shower. Uh-huh. And everyone died laughing because that meant he wasn't endowed, Aww. which he wasn't. LOL. It became funnier because he turned out to be a huge player and an asshole, but we all knew he had a small dick. LOL. And he became an asshole because he never helped these women achieve an orgasm and then it right. gave him a chip on his shoulder. I mean, yeah. God, we're just figuring out the ways of the world. You see, here's another lesson for men who aren't as well endowed. Nobody cares as long as you're pleasing the lady. <laughs> this man didn't please her either. This is your PBA for this episode. Yeah. Public, Public blonde, blonde announcement. announcement. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the size of, what is that saying? It's the motion in the ocean, not the size of the wave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This story I found online and I thought it was really funny. I was 16 years old, had zero knowledge of porn, zero knowledge of sex. I was in my boyfriend. Oh, at 16? God, I was masturbating. Yeah, we know this story, (laughs) Gina. I was in my boyfriend's mom's basement, and we used his mom's strawberry-scented body butter as lube. Please, for your genital health, do not try this at home. The radio was playing Adam Sandler's Lunch Lady Land. Oh, no. (laughs) Have you ever tried to have your first non-solo orgasm while listening to the lyrics of Sloppy Joe, Sloppy Sloppy Joe? Hoagies and grinders and hoagies and grinders. (laughs) Yeah, that's terrible. I was having a house party for my 21st birthday. Late bloomer? 
perhaps. I've been the fat guy my whole life, so confidence was always an issue for me. A month and a half prior, I had become friends with a group of girls who really liked to party. Woo! My kind of girl. I really like to party. I had just started getting into the crazy party drunken scene. With my newly found confidence, I learned I could be the life of the party. One of these girls I had a bit of a thing for, but she was way out of my league. Like, way out of my league. But newly found confidence, drunkenness, and the fact that if I went for it and was rejected, it wasn't like I was losing a friend from 10 plus years ago. So I set my sights that I was going to try and get with this chick. We made out a few times, but eventually the night started slowing down and she asked to come sleep in my bed with me. I'm super nervous. It's like I was being pulled over by the cops. My drunk just instantly went away. (laughs) Now I get it. Like it's. When you're drunk and get pulled over by the cops, you sober up real quick. Uh And I just started freaking out. Eventually, after making it blatantly obvious, she wanted me to finger her, and I just kept rubbing her stomach awkwardly. What? (laughs) (laughs) She grabs my hands and forces it into her pants. I awkwardly asked, should I get a condom? After she replies yes, I think I asked her about three to four times to make sure she was sure. I had been hosting quite a few parties over the past six plus months and learned how helpful having a community condom drawer was. (laughs) Kind of like a give a penny, take a penny system. (laughs) I didn't want my friends getting pregnant. I didn't want my friends getting STD. I didn't want my my friends getting stains anywhere. So on, so on. Nice and safe. Yeah. So I reached into my community condom drawer, slid it on, and went to work. The first thing I noticed was that it didn't feel nearly as awesome as I had imagined. Uh-oh. <laughs> like, you spend your teen years thinking and imagining what a vagina actually feels like, and then you're finally there with a really hot chick, and it's like, meh. Then after a few minutes, I realized that it's not that it doesn't feel awesome, it's that I don't feel anything at all. Like, I couldn't feel my penis. So not only was it my first time, but I also couldn't feel anything. I'm sure it was probably the worst sex she'd ever had. <laughs> While I have my dick in this hot chick, the only thing I'm thinking about is, oh my God, I must be gay. (laughs) I figured out I just had to be gay. Yeah. She eventually made some noises that I'm sure had to be fake. I followed them up with some awkward kind of grunting. (laughs) This poor guy is terrible. Then after we shared a post-sex kiss, I told her I was going to go outside and have a smoke. I don't smoke, but I had a pack of mini cigars for when I hang outside for people that do smoke. This is a very generous guy. Yeah. So I go outside and stand there pretending to inhale, contemplating what life will be like as a gay man. (laughs) (laughs) I eventually shuffle back to my room and we fall asleep together. The next morning in the light, I look at the floor and see the condom wrapper. It was a triple thick desensitizing lubricated condom for guys with stamina problems. (laughs) I'm like, this is going to be one of those guys like, I can't use a condom because I don't feel anything. It doesn't feel good. Uh So did he go for round two? I don't know. It didn't say. At least he figured out what was happening. (laughs) He's like, my world is a lie. I'm like, not waited. He waited till he was 21. He had lost weight. He wasn't fat anymore. He's got some confidence. He's going to fuck this hot girl. I didn't know they had condoms like that. Well, yeah, that makes sense for some guys with no stamina. Mm-hmm. Like if you're putting your dick in and you come right away, sure. eventually a girl's going to get tired of it. Unless you take care of her. Yeah, unless you take care of her. But yeah, the desensitizing condoms, they're a thing. I have a girlfriend who's 
married to somebody who had to use them. That's the only way I know. Hmm. I wonder if he still has to use them. He's a I'll Florida like- friend, so I don't know. <laughs> I'll have to ask her. <laughs> All I can tell you about my first time was that it was another trashy prom night tale of intrigue, disgust, and getting caught in an RV after vomiting in his lap. It was my senior prom in the middle of nowhere, Texas. My boyfriend and I went to prom in a group, but left pretty early to sneak away to a pool party. There I consumed my weight in Sprite and Cheesy Puffs. We decided decided to drive to the campgrounds in his parents' RV to enter into manhood together. Things were going great until those cheesy puffs came back up and I threw up in his lap. He went and hosed off. We weren't ready to call it quits, so we continued until all of a sudden a spotlight flashed through the window and we heard the whoop whoop of a police car. Oh, no. Over the loudspeaker, we heard, please exit the park. We left, showered, and had regular bad first time sex later that night, but I haven't eaten a cheesy puff since. Oh, That's the worst. Getting caught by the cops, too. Like, it's already awkward and embarrassing. That's the worst. (laughs) Okay, I have another fun one. The night I lost my virginity, I had a tampon in, but completely forgot about it because we had been drinking. Oh, my God. When the much older loser I decided to sleep with tried to put his dick inside of me, he said, wait, do you have a tampon in? I laughed in his face because what a crazy thing to ask during my first time. I said, ew, no. (laughs) Because she's drunk, right? So she totally forgot. He tried again and exclaimed, no, I'm pretty sure you have a tampon in. So I rolled my eyes and said, there's literally no way. Reached down and felt the tampon. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I uncorked Uh myself like a bottle of red wine. (laughs) (laughs) Threw it across the room like I had just drawn a sword and hacked it towards my worst enemy. Neither of us came, and we haven't spoken since. Yeah. (laughs) I have a tampon story. I got wasted, very drunk, and I was on my period. I blacked out, woke up the next day in bed with the guy that I was seeing naked. He was naked, so clearly, you know, we had had sex. And I was like, oh, my God, my tampon. Like, where is my tampon? So I go in the bathroom and I'm like putting my fingers inside myself. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, my God, what if this thing is like shoved up in me? I dump the trash can out, like the contents. I'm sure. like, Did I just, you know, what happened? With I never found it. I, to this day, I have no idea what I did with it. But I imagine I probably did something the same. Just fucking <laughs> yanked it out and whipped it across the room. <laughs> You probably found it later. Like, damn, this bitch nasty. See ya. At least it wasn't inside me. That's a disaster. Get an infection. and Right. The next story I have says, my older cousin let me use his place and left a pair of Ray-Bans on the coffee table with a note that read, take them if you do it, leave them if you don't. Being young and stupid, I thought he wanted me to wear them while having sex. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I wish I could remember more about that night, but I couldn't see much. Oh no. <laughs> The other person's like, why the fuck are they wearing sunglasses? (laughs) My sunglasses at night. (laughs) All right. So then the only other thing that I wanted to uh, read for today's episode was we got an email from Kayla and I thought it was really funny. She said, I apparently was out of order, but listened to your episode on sex stories today and believe I may have gained you a new listener. I catch your new episodes while walking my dog where, while slightly embarrassing, it's not uncommon for me to smirk, laugh, or even snort out loud while walking in a pretty populated area. (laughs) 
Well, like, today. Yes, I love it. <laughs> That's how I feel too when we're like giggling like idiots. Well, today hit a new level. Barely into the episode, I was keeled over, laughing uncontrollably, and crying while listening to the disappearing blood butt plug story. Oh, no. <laughs> Your friend's story. Yes. Of course, that was the moment the FedEx man pulled alongside me with a delivery and asked what was so funny. I pulled it together to tell him a podcast, but of course, he asks which one because he listens to many in his truck. So I passed you along with a glowing recommendation, but also made a point to say not to judge me when he sees me walking again due to all of the <laughs> sex, poop, and pillow talk. Pretty sure he thinks I'm crazy, but bro seemed interested and will appreciate it 100%. Kind of hope he listens and mentions it next time I see him in the neighborhood. So I thought it'd yes. be funny to share this particular email in case he listens. But thanks for that awesome email. I loved it, Kayla. That yeah, was, that's awesome. That was fun. All right. And then next week's episode. Mile High Club. Oh. Fucking in planes. Doing the dirty, dirty up in the air. Doing the deed. 3,000 miles up. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what it is? 3,000 miles? Fair enough. I have no fucking clue. 32,000 <laughs> miles? Maybe it's more. <laughs> I literally have no idea. No clue. 5,000 miles? I have no idea. Some kind of miles. What did you say? Some kind of miles up in the air. (laughs) Yeah. Sounds really amazing. Is that true? You're some high up in the air? (laughs) Somehow. You said 3,000? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. Way off. What is it? (laughs) 31,000 and 38,000. Oh, see, I said 32,000 the next time, though. You said miles? Yeah. Never mind. That was feet. (laughs) (laughs) It's 5.9 to 7.2 miles high. Oh, But I was thinking because when I... I was way off then. When I went skydiving, I think they let you out of the plane when you're 8,000 feet high, maybe? And that's, I have no idea. I've never so, been skydiving, and I never will. Well, I just found my pictures of me skydiving. Oh, you'll have to share them. It's pretty cool. I'm too afraid of heights. I couldn't do it. I'm deathly afraid of heights. I hated it, but it was bought as a gift for me, so I went. Don't ever buy me that as a gift. <laughs> you know what? For our wedding, <laughs> my husband's best friend, Dustin, got me and Maddie a present to ride in a hot air balloon. No. And we couldn't – we can't do it. We're like, no. no. And then Maddie – because Maddie doesn't like heights either. Keep he, me on the ground. He was like, Dustin, we both don't like heights. Why would you get this for us? And Dustin's like, I don't know. I try to do something cool, but I wouldn't do it either. <laughs> so oh, my like, God. Okay. <laughs> well, send us in all your mile-high fucking stories. <laughs> we want to hear it. Oh, Gina. Fuck it. All right, I have our blonde joke. The blonde walks into a drugstore and asks the pharmacist for some bottom deodorant. The pharmacist, a little bemused, explains to the woman that they don't sell anything called bottom deodorant and they never have. Unfazed, the blonde assures him that she's been buying the stuff from the store on a regular basis and would like some more. I'm sorry, says the pharmacist. We don't have any. But I always get it here, says the blonde. Do you have the container it comes in? Yes, says the blonde. I'll go and get it. She returns with the container and hands it to the pharmacist who looks at it and says to her, this is just normal stick of underarm deodorant. (laughs) The annoyed blonde snatches the container back and reads it out loud from the container. To apply, 
push up bottom. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> well, she's still using it, right? Right. I got a fresh booty hole. <laughs> 